Yes, what's going on everyone? Welcome back. Uh, TJ here from Rugby Muscle and today I'm going to be talking about the most overlooked part of Rugby Strength and Conditioning from my experience dealing with lots of athletes in the gym. Not necessarily like what coaches overlook, but what I see time and time and time again from amateurs to um, semi-professional rugby athletes. Now before I get into exactly what this component is, I would like to ask you of a favor that would be to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe if you are new because I'm um, really focusing on growing this YouTube channel, um, not just my magnificent, if I do say so myself, blonde locks, I am focusing on really trying to put out the best content I can on this YouTube channel and for me to really make sure I'm doing that, that involves you guys giving it a thumbs up um, and definitely asking comments or asking questions in the comments below. It really does help us out and I really do enjoy responding to all of them and in fact that's what creates more, or gives me ideas to create more videos is seeing you guys what you guys ask in the comments and then expand upon those points and I do think YouTube is by far the best way to go for this stuff because we want to look into a little bit more detail. It's not necessarily going to have to be like 30 minutes long, as I've seen in the past, but it's a lot more than just an Instagram post where you're just scrolling through. That's, you know, save that, save the hype stuff for Instagram that, you know, you, you save the real stuff, save the stuff that actually makes a difference for this YouTube where you actually have to think about what you're doing in the bloody gym, what you're doing with your strength and conditioning, and what you're doing with your nutrition. So speaking of which, let's talk about what you're doing with your rubbish strength and conditioning. Now, um, I, I could say that the most overlooked part is like your sleep and your habits and stuff, but I don't, you know, if I'm talking about rugby strength and conditioning, I'm talking about what you're actually doing in the gym. So, you know, you've got your habits down, you're, you're staying consistent, all that sort of stuff is that's, that's taken care of, right? We're talking about what you're actually doing. Now, most guys all the time know that they're supposed to, you know, train a little bit of hypertrophy. They know they're supposed to get fitter. They focus on their speed. They focus on their power. They focus on getting stronger. They focus on their core. You know, mobility, footwork, all everything on this uh, physical preparation pyramid, they will focus on. Except I see them time and time and time again overlook that really important thing in the bottom corner there, movement control. And considering it's at the bottom, it's at the base of this pyramid, it is so, so, so important. It is crucial. It's one third of everything that we do. And so I see time and time again, guys using poor movement or not even trying to get better at their movement and I think that is a fool's errand and it's really holding you back from the progress that you could be making with the exact same work if anything with less work you can make a lot more progress if you really focus on nailing down your movement control so what does that actually involve let's start talking about that shall we because it's not about you know when you're training in the gym and when you're training for rugby it's not necessarily about the size right it's it's about what you do with it okay wrap your head around that it's definitely not just about the size it's about what you do with it if you if you grow huge muscle or if you have um you know really strong muscle or even if you have a really powerful muscle it's only as useful as you can apply it especially as a rugby player to the game of rugby right give anyone a you know anyone that doesn't play rugby anyone that's like a a footballer that's never passed a rugby ball before and make them pass the ball and you'll see that it doesn't matter like they cannot apply a rugby pass they cannot apply that movement to be able to pass a ball it doesn't matter how fast they are it doesn't matter how skilled they are other movements like that should give you an indication of why you need to get good at movement like it feeds everything that you do as a rugby player right 
Um, I put here, everything is movement, and, and that results in movement is everything. Everything you do on the rugby pitch is movement, right? It's, it's trying to solve a problem through moving around the pitch and tackling people, passing, pushing people. And even when you're doing everything to do with your training, if we go back to the, the preparation pyramid, you know, when you're trying to improve your speed, when you're trying to improve your fitness, when you're trying to improve your, you're trying to grow your muscles, if you're trying to improve your strength, all of that is movement based all of it is you're trying to get better at moving so it's so important that you understand that right you're going to get a few mindset shifts in this uh in this presentation today or in this video today look at sonny bill williams and people will say well my god like he's an absolute specimen and he is no question but he's not as big as a bodybuilder he's not as strong as you know some strength athletes he's not as fast as speed athletes what he is is he is someone who moves phenomenally or he was maybe who moves phenomenally as a rugby player what he is if you watch him move he's so controlled he's so good because he moves really really well i've put here juju mufu because he's an absolute beast but he cannot do rugby because he's not taught that movement and he doesn't really have that movement base so when we look at movement, you know, especially if we look at a game of rugby, you, all you see is chaos, right? You'll see all the different movement types possible. And you think, well, that means that we've got to practice all this different hectic type of movement. And I, I would actually disagree with that and I come at it from the, the complete opposite point of view. For, rather than look at just like how complex can we make movements and how good can we get a really complex movement, it's actually the opposite. It's how can we get good at really really simple movements all of the basic simple movements so that we can then cover our bases and be good at everything a um, sort of analogy that uh, Alex has given to me from rugby muscle he's given to me before is say if you're in a cornfield and you're in this tree in the middle of the cornfield right and you're trying to get to the edges you're trying to all of your movement in a game of rugby is that cornfield itself so different points are going to be different types of movement now all of your base movements are going to be on the edges of the cornfield. So the more you get better at the base movements is the more journeys that you are making to the edges of said cornfield. What that means is every time you go to, to do that to the, the basic movements, you're going to the edge of the cornfield and you are um, sort of flattening down that corn right? You're, you're making it easier for the next time that you walk. And then the next time you walk, it gets a little bit easier. You flatten down that corn. And the more you do it, the more you practice, the better you get at it, but the easier it also gets to do it. And so over time, what you're going to do is, is actually be able to have really good access to the edges of the, um, the cornfield through your perfect movements, through your perfect basic movements. But not only that, but it gives you faster and faster access to combination movements. So everything on the rugby field is a combination of different basic movements. Something that looks like a hectic, um, you know, sidestep or a hectic push in an awkward position. Maybe someone coming to your side. It's a combination of basic movements. It's not a, anything that's chaos is coming from a basic background. So before I completely confuse you with that, let's go over what those movements are. So we've got a lower body squat or a lunge, and I've put lunge there because it's still the same sort of movement, but um, it, it looks very different when you're doing a squat versus a lunge, but it's still the same principle, a lower body push, a lower body hinge, an upper body push, an upper body pull, torso flexion or extension, so your, your basic torso going forward and going backwards, torso lateral flex, flexion and extension, rotation, um, and and then sprinting and changing the direction. Now, all of this stuff can be single joint or, or single arm 
um, bilateral, isolateral, single arm, single leg. They can be um, more complex. They can be very heavy. They can be very light. They can be explosive. They can be plyometric. All these movements have different permutations, right? Like, but these are the movements that you must practice. You have to get good at these types of movements. And the better you get, the better you get at the combinations of those movements. So, you know, if you're doing a jump and a twist, and then you're handing someone off at the same time that's a combination of these different movements but you have to get good at the movements to get good at the combinations you don't practice the the combinations you don't add the complexity without getting good at the basic ones and the more you get better at the basic ones the better by virtue you'll get at the practice ones and if we go back to this cornfield analogy that means that uh if we are doing a combination because we flatten down those you know those pathways to our basic movements we've then got easier access to the more complex movements because we've got nice roads i mean you could use like a a road to connect cities as this um, thing but i've got a picture of a cornfield here hopefully that makes sense right because you've got easy access to all of the basics when the complexities are added in they're only combinations of the basics so then you can use your expertise in those basics to get really quick access to improve now you could also then improve those complexities but you're in a much better position because you've nailed the basics okay hopefully that makes sense i you know it's a bit of a stretch of an analogy but something you have to do you do have to wrap your head around hi guys i just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies that is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions the physique nutrition crash course video series the supplement guide and newly added is a macro calculator yes that's right a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein carbs fat and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from this will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete all that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown so the mindset shift I have to see, I want a lot of you athletes to, to make is that you're training the movement. You're not training, um, the weight. You're not training, you know, to be that, to, to actually, uh, lift the most amount of weight or look impressive or whatever. You're training the movement. So when I see people say, oh, you know, my squat one, one rep max is 200 kilos, but I, you know, I don't really squat that deep. Well, then it's not a squat. It's not a, it's not, it's a one rep max of something, but it's not a squat you got to understand that the intent is more important than the weight. Um, you know, just because you're um, adding weight, you might actually not be making any progress because you've then changed the movement. Likewise, you might not add any weight, but you're actually making progress because you're moving a lot better. You have to understand that you've got to earn the right um, both to lift heavier weights and to add complexity. So you could spend a good like couple years or even more, depending on your development, doing just basic movements and getting as good as you can. And once you've got good, then you can earn the right to add more weight or add complexity. I've put here um, Lasha, who is basically the strongest Olympic lifter maybe like ever. And he would have spent time as a kid and, and, and he still spends time being this strong, practicing just the movement of the snatch, just this mo movement of a clean pull, just like basics, just basic squats. He'll practice the movements for the sake of the movements and then he'll earn the right to 
add more and more and more weight. He didn't just get strong and then figure that he can do snatches. No, he, he practiced that movement. Likewise, this bloke here is getting nothing out of this deadlift with this terrible form. Like he's not improving in any way um, to be better as a as a rugby player or to be even stronger. Like he's he's just reinforcing poor movements. And so, if you say you know, if you load up heavy movements or if you add complexity to movements that you're not good at, all you're doing is you're reinforcing bad movement because you you you're all the time you're enforcing either good or bad movement. So if you're you're, if you're doing these movements poorly, then you're actually regressing every single time you do that. So it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience to actually just keep practicing on getting better at the movement. And the minute that you add unnecessary weight or add unnecessary complexity and get worse, you're then reinforcing that bad pattern again. And you know, you're undoing all of your good work. You've got to make sure that you earn the right. Nothing frustrates me more than people loading up weights and saying, Oh, you know, um, that's a new max but i guess my form could be better no your form has to always be on point it's the most important thing your your technique your movement is the most important thing you're always reinforcing or you know either good or bad movement um habits or movement mechanics should i say so don't sacrifice form don't ever accept bad form in fact you should train hard not by constantly trying to add weight or try, constantly trying to like push two more reps or whatever you should train hard by constantly every single rep every single set should be as optimal as you can make it you can move as well i'm not saying that you have to you know uh only ever use just the bar because your knee twitches in just a little bit you know we can overthink this stuff but you should really make sure that you are watching your movements and you're saying yeah that's acceptable if you do anything that you ever see that's unacceptable don't do it. Change, drop the weight, move perfectly. Because the goal isn't to lift the most amount of weight in training. Even if you're a, like, even if you're a weightlifter, or even if you're a powerlifter, the goal isn't to lift the most amount of weight in training. The goal is to get stronger, or the goal is to get better as a rugby player, or the goal is to get more powerful, or to grow more muscle. The goal is never just to add more weight for the on the bar for the sake of adding more weight on the bar. Even if you're a strength athlete, your goal isn't to add more. Your goal isn't to add more weight on the bar for the sake of it. Your goal is to add more weight on the bar in competition so however you go about doing that it's probably by moving as as well as possible that's how you achieve it right really make sure that you wrap your head around that right train hard not just by you know yes you should push yourself but push yourself by holding your form as perfect as possible as you can and then not just mindlessly adding weight to the bar and sacrificing form and then doing that um thing that a lot of guys will do is every single time they go in the gym they're like right i know i've got to add five kilos or i know i've got to add weight to this bar and so their form gets worse and worse and worse and as the weeks go by they forget that their form's getting worse and worse and worse and by week eight what they what they're doing as a movement looks completely different to what they were doing at week one and they just reset and they go again and, and they never actually make any progress really important like focus on the movement because movement is everything it gives you just like muscle you might have seen this from the uh my last video it gives you the potential to do just like muscle it gives and this is why it's the base of the pyramid this is why it's so bloody important that you don't ever accept poor movement because if you do it well it gives you the potential to be much more agile to step better to stay away from injuries to because you're moving better because you're avoiding bad situations it gives you advantages in the contact because you're able to off balance your opponent or, or stay on balance yourself because you're able to cope with chaotic movements 
moments or deal with chaotic circumstances because you move so well. You're able to find the movements to get faster. You're able to find the movements to stay efficient, which means that you're able to have an increased endurance capacity, even aerobically. If you run with better form, you're going to be able to run further. It's also going back to the Sonny Bill analogy, like he's got strong and he, you know, he's, he's got a, a real strong muscular body, but he's also got all the skills and all of that stuff is built by moving well. You, you don't do any of that stuff if you move poorly. You don't see rugby players that are at the top level that move poorly. You see them constantly doing the right things and that's because they never will sacrifice in poor form. Likewise, you never see rugby players, like rarely do you see, even the professionals, lift like obscene weights. You see you see strong guys, definitely, but you never see them lifting obscene weights because, again, what is their point? What is their, what is their um, aim for this stuff? And then the final point is everything is movement training. So when you're going in the gym, all the time, what you're trying to do is improve your movement, even if if that's a means to an end, if even if that's to get bigger or to get stronger, you're always trying to improve your movement and you're trying to improve your basic movements. Um, never, never, never overlook that. Never, never sacrifice that movement. Never sacrifice that movement for weight. Never sacrifice that movement for uh, moving faster or for complexity. You've always got to get better or you've always got to make sure that your movement is on point. Get better at those basic movements. Now, we can absolutely overdo this because your job is to apply those movements. So you get really better in those positions. You get strong, you get explosive, you get controlled, you get powerful in those movements, and then they will lead to you being better as a rugby player by applying applying that. And you apply that movement by adding more weight to the bar eventually you keep getting to add weight to the bar or add complexity or add speed that's how you improve but you don't sacrifice that movement um, for the sake of it now like i said sometimes people overdo this and they introduce stupid shit like this bloke here um mainly put it on there because it is kind of a funny picture but it also does ring true that sometimes we overdo this movement stuff i'm not saying never add weight i'm not saying never get stronger i'm not saying um never move faster but you know you've always got to make sure you know an occasional knee turning in a little bit or occasional elbow going in a, you know a little bit off that's not the end of the world you want to make sure that your movement is always 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 you know like an eight out of ten it never goes below an eight out of ten and then you want to try and improve it but it always stays at an acceptable standard the point isn't to become this weird person that's doing a single leg squat um and and like moving for the sake of movement moving like moving really well is a means to an end also it's so that you can then solve the problem of rugby or getting stronger whatever adaptation you wish to make hopefully that all makes sense and hopefully you guys got a few light bulbs if you did please 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 put a comment in the in the comments below let me know what you thought of it Um, and I'll be back next week with another video. Thank you guys so much. Subscribe if you're new, thumbs up, and I'll see you in the next one. All right, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Rugby Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. 
All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class shank condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.